Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Change the order. Am I more beautiful? The more am I more beautiful or more your host? I should have just taken it. As soon as I hear it, I know what the answer is. <sighs> you never learn, huh? The one thing that won't end in the world is podcasting. Because <laughs> you do it. Knock on wood. As long as you don't have a 10 person podcast. And if you do, go fuck yourself. Well, no, but. It's probably shitty. I mean, if, if like the apocalypse does happen and there's no more electricity and there's no more like Wi Fi broadcasting, uploading, internet, yeah, all but that right kind now, of stuff. Like in, in the middle. Would we still do this and just record it for ourselves? Yeah, in the hopes that this is like. Like archiving it? Well, yeah, but also this would be like. Let's say, like, anything happens, but, like, we survive. Like, this could become, like, what books and tomes are made out of. <laughs> like That's really sad. Like, like yeah, like, the, like when, when the new Phoenicians are writing the history yeah, of the it'd world. be the mullets. It'd be the thing, thanks to the mullets. Exactly. Be like, oh, due to, due to Christopher Mullet's law... Uh, Teen Wolf is the greatest movie of all time. You can't even get through that without laughing. That's how ridiculous it would be. Hey, welcome to um, Monday, May 16th. Happy 316 Day, March all 16th, y'all. March 16th, yeah. To Steve Austin. That's Happy 316 Day, you sons of bitches. It's terrible. I'm working on it. No, it's a little bit like. You sound on. like like John Laronitis with yeah. laryngitis. It's John Laronitis and Clint Eastwood when he was like 40. Um, it so it's it's Monday, March sixteenth, uh, middle of the uh, coronavirus epidemic, if you will. Everything well, is shutting down. I mean, we're just saying this at the beginning of every episode because this is how it's going to be for the next couple months, right? Sure. Basically. Sure. We we might we might switch the two a day episodes to a day. <laughs> two a day episodes. That's how much time we're going to have on our hands. <laughs> two a week we episodes get, of we it, it have happens. So much time. Well, and also because a lot of like. Television shows and new movies have stopped production, so we're not going to have anything to do other than watch we, movies and yeah, we, record well, so and work because the, the banks aren't going to fucking close. Yeah, we're still working. Everywhere moment. else closed. We are. Um, we Day have one. enough. We have enough like, like scripted television that's probably in the bank to get us there. I mean, through but, but, this but, through this season, maybe. But by the time the summer, by the time like it, June rolls around, like we'll hopefully, be, hopefully, what is it? It's March, middle of March. Yeah. yeah and a lot, and a lot of shows now, like they're kind of like they don't film up super far ahead of time. Well, we're, so we might be talking more TV up front than usual. Um, we'll, we'll we'll finally get to knock out the rest of the boys. We'll start stack. We'll finally finish Mindhunter. We will start stack. We'll have Patreon content. We swear. Um, I want to watch Hunters. Um, what's on my, what's on my little TV list here? Let me pull up my TV list and see what I want to what I want to do. What I want to watch. 
Um, no one really cares. Well, I'm going to tell them, and they're going to fucking deal with it. Because um, they, they tune in here for movies. Well. Not for the married content. Well, or television. congratulations, and for right now, you're getting both. It's two-for-one special. Congrats, fuckers. Um, you're such a dickwad, so man. Oh, I just lost my fucking list. Where did Good. Go? Um, so the boys finish. My hunter finish. Uh, Got to finish Ozark before the third season comes out. Hunters. I want to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I want to watch Succession. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch the third season of True Detective. Oh, I want to no, watch no. McMillions uh, oh, no, on HBO. No. I want to watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I want to watch all the old Disney Plus animated shows. Yeah, I want to um, watch that Harley Quinn animated show. Okay. Um, that's on, like, DC United or whatever the fuck it's called. I want to watch Maniac on Netflix. Uh, now i got to catch up on Devs, watch the first episode. We just recently watched Ex Machina. I'll watch that by myself, I'm guessing, because you didn't have the patience to sit through one goddamn episode. I sat through the episode. I, do, I had no idea what was happening. It was yeah, fine. Yeah, it's called, like, waiting for answers and suspense and paying attention, not just sitting here half-watching it while you read some new Riverdale fan fiction. I don't read Riverdale fan fiction. I don't know. It doesn't seem convincing <laughs> at all. But that's all moot because none of that's going to change or happen because we're going to be stuck at fucking work because we work in a shitty industry. Hmm. So, never mind all that horse shit. We won't talk about television. We'll talk about movies. The movie we watched on Saturday was the movie uh, that I selected to watch from winning our 2019 Trivia Challenge on Patreon. You can go over to patreon.com slash audio on top of re-listening to all of our episodes at the moment uh, while you're bored, uh, not being able to watch, to literally not being able to go to the movie theaters because they're shutting down. They're shutting them down. And they may be shut down forever at this rate for certain movie theaters. Yeah, um, smaller ones. They don't know how they're going to come back from it. We're getting smaller ones. If, if movie companies are going to start, like, when Universal releases these movies, when Universal releases tro- Trolls and they see how much money it makes because of desperate families and parents wanting content, I'm telling you, it's going to be the start of something where movie theaters are not going to survive. We've been talking about it for a very, very long time, and it just hasn't been done because of it. It makes me really sad. That's the way it's going to happen. Some of our best memories were working in movie theaters. And I think they will always be around, by, but there is a chance that they're going to take a the most significant hint they've ever had. Like, Regal just shutting down all their, like... So a lot of those people are probably going to lose their jobs. Oh, yeah. Because the companies aren't going to pay them. Well, they don't don't pay. We didn't pay time off. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not a regular. If you're not a management. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not like, like a a 40 hour employee that's a manager, then yeah, you're just, you're just. You're shit out of luck. You request time off. You don't, and then you don't get paid. That's how it goes. So, um, so anyway, uh, Patreon, we had a, a trivia challenge that I handily won. Ooh. Ten to one, and uh, instead of being mean and picking a really, 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 really bad movie like uh, I should have and could have, I've been dying to rewatch mean. after talking about uh, the decade of the two thousand and tens on our sister podcast, The Blank Slate, with Camelucci. This movie came up as his favorite and one of my top three favorites of the decade. On top of it being listed by countless people as their favorite for the decade, we watched Whiplash. So, Smith, it is your turn to read the package. Oh, there's a lot going on. I don't have to read all this, right? No. Okay. 
re- say the name of the movie. Okay, Whiplash, mm-hmm. four star, mm-hmm. highest rating, New York Post, Houston Chronicle, Chicago Tribune, Boston Globe, USA Today, RogerEbert.com. Roger who? Ebert.com. Oh, that's like said Ebert. That's okay. Exhilarating says Wesley Morris, Grantland, mm-hmm. thrilling. A.O. Scott, The New York Times. Don't even make a comment about it. <laughs> He's a very famous movie reviewer. I've thought about it every time I've read his name. <laughs> so shout out to Wesley Morris from Grantland. He's got some... some That's really shit. funny. I thought mm-hmm. you knew what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. A spellbinder. Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons will blow you away. Says Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Sorry, I need to have some water. My allergies have been killing me, mm-hmm. and I'm terrified that I have corona. Excuses. That's what it all sounds like. It's not you. Didn't you hear me sniffing like the whole time we were watching whatever we were just what, what did we just watch? Whiplash. No, not this. No, the, earlier today, like right before we started recording. Jeopardy. Yes. Andrew Neiman. Oh, that's one. <laughs> it's Neiman. He's saying the movie eight times. So doesn't mean it's not spelled that way. No. So if you listen and read it, Miles Teller introduces himself as Neiman and. J.K. Simmons' character keeps calling him Neiman, but it's the incorrect pronunciation, and I read that because it was also a trivia fact. You can go fuck yourself. It's Why not wrong. Why are you wrong. so loud? You're going to wake up our daughter. Good. It's not incorrect, and I knew you were going to do that shit. But it said he introduces himself as Neiman, and the teacher always calls him Neiman, and it's not correct. I bet. I bet. It sounds like a technicality. It's not a technicality. I'll show you as soon as I'm done. I'll find mm-hmm. the trivia fact. Sure. Miles Teller is an ambitious young jazz drummer in pursuit of rising to the top of his elite music conservatory. Terrence Fletcher, J.K. Simmons, an instructor known for his terrifying teaching methods, discovers Andrew and transfers the aspiring drummer into the top jazz ensemble, forever changing the young man's life. But Andrew's passion to achieve perfection quickly spirals into obsession as his ruthless teacher per- Pushes him to the brink of his ability and his sanity. That's fine. I'll just take the one. It's okay. I'll trust you. Instead of the two, which it probably should have been. But I'd love to see that trivia fact that I never I'm, saw. I'm going to show you sure. right now. Please, bring, bring it up. One moment. Let me update uh, the score here. Mm-hmm. Which brings me back up to five. Why is this an argument? If you're listening to this for the first time, every 50 episodes, we read the package of the movie that we are doing. And whoever messes up the most, uh, the loser has to watch a film series of the winner's choosing. I'm currently up a lot. This, five. This we have 15 movies left. Yeah, and we've done 35. <laughs> How many times have you messed up? Can you count up? How many times you've messed up? Uh, 12. That's it? So I've only messed up seven times? No, you've messed up uh, nine times, but I've only messed up 12, and I ended up getting a point because I lost a bet, remember? No. Yeah, remember? Mm-hmm. We you... made a bet, and I lost the bet, so I have what? I'm sorry, I messed up 13 times. Yeah, I was going to say. But okay. I lost a bet, so I'm at yeah, 14. So... <laughs> Shut up, I'm not. Um, I looked at that to be trivia, and I did not see <clears throat> what you were moment, referring please. to. One moment, please. Oh, I'm on a, what is this? Do have some, one moment. Some music. Some, some hold music for our audience here. That are waiting with bated breath on my whiplash thoughts. 
nobody cares what you thought about this movie. I'm just going to start telling him just because... I have to find this fact because I'm right. Hang on. Um, if you can't find it, then it counts no, as another I, one. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> if you can't find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yes, yes, I'm proof. so sorry. Right, yes, if I can't find the proof. But I can find the proof. So hang on one second. I just have to remember if I saw it on IMDb or if it was on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Well, while we're waiting for this riveting trivia. Shut up. I will go ahead start and, and start talking. Uh, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. I've settled on it. Yeah, it 100% um, is. I, we watched this movie, we saw this movie in theaters. Uh, in 2014. 2014 for my birthday. We weren't living here at the time. We we moved here that we summer. We moved here that summer. Um, we went to Universal for my birthday, and I was like, I really want to see this movie. Everyone says it's incredible. Everything I hear about it and know about it indicates that it's, that everyone... Gushing over it, so we went super late after the after a full day at the park to the theater in City Walk and watched it. And I watched it I was like that. That was great. That was fantastic. Even thinking that though, I kind of left the theater a little disappointed because I was like, yeah, it was it was great. It was a fantastic movie, but it wasn't it wasn't what everyone made it out to be. It was upon rewatching it that I finally <coughs> got it. <clears throat> can I, can I, can, let it's me, right here. Even uh, though Andrew introduces himself to J.K. Simmons as, how do you say that? Naaman. J.K. Simmons always calls him Neiman. Uh huh. So it's Naaman. Technically, his name is Naaman. That's how he introduces himself. Is this in trivia? Yeah. All right. So let me look and see on my IMDb because you're using shitty mobile IMDb. I'm not. I'm on my, I'm on my web browser. Okay. Well, let me go I'm to the my IMDb app. Which is better, which I actually use to track. Okay, it's towards the bottom. Uh-huh. It it's is... on the bottom because it's not important. It hasn't been uploaded no. that much. As a, as a valid, as a it's valid third piece from, of trivia. from the spoilers. Oh, which means, yeah, which means it's very poorly rated. No, it's not. It's because there's 25 things. All these spoilers. Yeah, it's above the spoilers. Um, 14 out of 30 people found this interesting. That doesn't mean that it's not valid. Because you messed up on something else, I'm gonna let it go. But just no. But no. But you can't I tell somehow, me. That, but you can't tell me that that's wrong when that explicitly says. Because that, it's an IMDb trivia no. doesn't mean. So watch the movie back and see how Miles Teller says his own character's name. I don't remember him introducing himself by his last. Yes, name. he did. When, what, what scene? What he introduces himself to him in the first scene. Oh my god! All right, I am pulling up the, the first worst. scene of this movie right now. We are not continuing until. This gets figured out. The first scene of Whiplash. Opening scene. Here we go. I don't know if it's explicitly. If he says Neiman right here, I get the point. Neiman. Moving forward. Drumming, drumming shit. Yep, yep, yep. Still drumming. Just amazing losing. Here we go. Turn. You can go fuck yourself. I should. I should. No. I should get a point back. Absolutely. Not. I should get a point back for that. Uh, next time when you are able to say the word pushes correctly, then you will. I thought it was pursues. That's why. Uh-huh. I was getting ahead of myself. So anyway, long diatribe inside. You're such aside. a fucking asshole. 
Um, look, I'm competitive, and I like telling you that you're wrong. That's why we're married, because I get to do it on a regular basis. Um, or because I made a wrong decision. But whichever one you want to take, that's fine. Yeah. Upon cool. re-watching uh-huh. this movie, mm. mm-hmm. it has become, uh. I think I'm officially pushing it into, if into not my top, top five? It's in my top ten definitively. Definitively, okay, okay. It's, I have a weird five, six, seven situation going on in my top four, uh, to my top five. My top four. Tell me what your top movies are. My top four right now is locked. My top four is Pulp Fiction, The Dark Knight. Garden State, which we've already discussed. Oh, yeah, that was a surprise for me. <laughs> and Get Out. My 567 is, in no particular order right now, Up, Whiplash, and after one viewing, Parasite. Now, Parasite's going to depend on me rewatching it again and determining where it sits. Um, so for right now, I think I'd have Whiplash in that sixth spot. I think Up is still going to keep that, fi- that fifth spot no matter what, because of what it means to me. But... Um, but Whiplash is right fucking I there. hope you cry when I die. Huh? Just because you said that about Up. I just hope you cry when I die. Oh, no, when you cry, when you die, I'm going to watch Up so I can feel something. Um, it's on the record, <laughs> man. It's the thing I've ever said out it's loud. It's on the record. It's horrible. Anyway, Whiplash. I don't want to fucking do this during Whiplash. Yeah, this is I, the, the one of the best movies I think ever made. There is not... A weak part to it. I have. I if I'm nit 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 picking, I do have a couple, but there is so much involving it overall that I don't even like. I forgot about that first scene. Like I always forget about that first scene because I'm not even sure it's real. I know it's real. But I, you can, I just you, love that one that one shot just zooming in. Yes. Oh, I think it's just so And then just you good. immediately get Fletcher's presence and you immediately get everything right then and there Ugh. from from the from the jump. Yeah. And then it just takes off and it it, it doesn't it, it doesn't you you could have very easily tacked ten to fifteen minutes off on this movie. There and were a couple things that you could have taken off. Let too. me hear it. Um I guess we'll jump ahead to that part. I could have done without the dating side you needed line it. why because that just shows his obsession and his his focus and his desire that was the most important thing to him and that was how getting into that what fletcher does to him just zeroes him in on what he has to do and what he needs that he doesn't like like even fathom that he can juggle two things at once like you see how excited he is at Asking her out to begin with, and that being a big hurdle for them, and then 15, 20 minutes later, it does, it's not even the important at all. Okay. So, I don't, I don't like post Schaefer up until Fletcher is back, like that little like five ten minute spring. That's my only nitpick on it. Um, I get that it it you're coming down off of a plateau of all these incredible other scenes. Yeah. So I, I, I get your point, but I think you need them in it. Okay. All right. That's fair. What's your other one? You said you had a couple. No, uh, it was mainly that. Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was unnecessary. And of course, you being the woman, you're going to hate those scenes with the only other the only woman. No, in the I thought she did a fine job. I like mm-hmm. Melissa ben- Benoist. I think it's ben- Benoist. Benoist is Noist, I say her name. Probably. Um, I like her. I think she's. Yeah, I think she's, she's good. good. I she's good. I don't have a problem with her. It was the storyline. Mm-hmm. So you could go suck a dick, you misogynist asshole. 
Thanks. Um, but also, you have to have that stuff because also juxtaposes just how insane the world of music is. I am so glad I never got into band. I'm or so music. upset I never did. Why? Those I people would have are the worst. Loved it. If you're listening to this and you're a band person, I'm not sorry. You oh know who the fuck you are. I would have loved to have done it. I wish that I was musically inclined like that. I would have loved to have played the drums or the guitar or the piano and do it as beautifully as they do it. It's it's amazing. It's fine as a hobby. And if you if you treat it as a hobby, but this level is crazy. <laughs> and, it, and this movie does a fantastic job of showing the isolation, the focus, the competitiveness. Like, if sure, this is what you want to do... But it's like anything. But it's... It is like anything. But with... I don't know. With music and band and stuff like that, it's always been... I don't know. It's just been different to me. Because it's so limited in what it can be and what it can do. Like, take me as an example. I wanted to be a writer. There's so many different avenues and things that I can do with that. Yep. And it's all, go ahead. No. Do it. No. no I don't want to crush your dreams. Go ahead and suck your teeth with your, with your, crush your big, dreams. stupid lips. Um, I, I could I could write movies. I could write books. I could write newspapers. I, I could do whatever. You have already, aren't, haven't you? Uh-huh. And oh, with, that, with, music, with music, sure, I guess you could be in a band. You could be in a concert. But there's not a lot of different ways to do it you know what I mean and it's so another thing I really like about this movie is that it's so subjective really not that writing isn't as well but in this what I've always loved is in all these moments when Fletcher is is eviscerating them and freaking out and saying not my fucking tempo you can't tell the difference you can't well you can't oh you could you're not classically trained you don't have the, the fuck ear are you classically trying to do eat cheese. Well, yes, that is one of my many talents. Thank you so much. Uh huh. But if you were a student of the arts and you learned how to appreciate this is the, the nuance, pile of horseshit I've ever the heard. nuance, my entire the nuance, life. then you would be able to tell the difference between a three fifteen tempo and a. Mm-hmm. 416 tempo. But when he's specifically playing Whiplash or Caravan and he's he's freaking out like, you can tell the difference? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm a really big fan of drummers. So am I. I think it's a little bit of a different kind of fanship. What is that? What are you even saying and talking about? I don't know. I completely toned up. I don't know why you think I, why you would buy my bullshit. Yeah, so why are you riling me up no, right now? Because wait, it's funny. I've had a bad night. But no, our daughter I, was acting like an asshole earlier and riling <laughs> me up on everything. Don't say that shit about her. I don't care. No, I can't tell the difference. I can tell the difference between it. You can't tell the difference between when he get as he gets faster and faster and it gets higher and higher paced. I can't. I can't really tell like the different like. B flat, like I can't tell the difference between like those notes, but I can tell like the rhythm is different and the tempo is different. Sure. My point is, in a roundabout way, this movie does an impeccable job of making you feel exactly why he is the way that he is. Uh-huh. In wanting to achieve that, and there's no support system, except his dad. Love Paul Reiser in this. 
We've done we've tackled Paul Roger a couple of times, mm-hmm. and it's always you know to varying degrees of success. But he's great in this, um, and this is the only thing I like Miles Teller in as well, because I think for all intents and purposes, it's also known that he's kind of a shit bird as well. He had a very famous interview where he was basically a huge cock the entire time. Well, yeah. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't ruin the Top Gun movie that looks very very good later on in the summer or next year, um, depending on when you're hearing this. Whenever it's been, it comes yeah. out. But um, this movie is J.K. Simmons. Yeah, you couldn't have done this movie. Without I am putting him. him as the MVP in capital letters. Yeah, although it although Miles Teller gr- does do a great job, and we watched the short. So this movie was based off of um a short that Damien Chazelle that did. Damien Chazelle did to get the funding to make the full movie, yes. and in it, J.K. Simmons was the same character, um, but someone else played. Uh, Andrew and I've seen, I've seen him in other seen things him, but, before, but it was garbage. night and day. He's so bad that I almost want to make him the LVP. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it was night and day. So and so that just goes to show how good Miles Teller was and how what what we always say when we're talking about MVP is somebody else could play the role would be exactly the same. Sure, you can't, and that that proved it. Yeah, it proved it. Miles Teller is really sure. great. He is. He Aside is, from that other guy's trash, he is. He is fantastic. But J.K. But, Simmons is is uh, well, this is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Period. This is one of the best villains ever. This is one of the best supporting yeah. stints ever. I and mean, it's all so of my good notes. He's such an asshole. He's such a villain and so vile. But but you love it. Like, you love watching it and seeing what happens. And then when he gets fired, and then you he runs into him, and then you feel that sympathy. Uh-huh. And then he just flips the script, and he's a jackass and write, fucks him over. It's the, amazing. The evil. I just wrote it all caps with, like, nine exclamation points. It's And great. the same thing, the evil of, like, he uses him to get personal info just to destroy him ten minutes later. He gets information about his family. You find what motivates people. And you just, then you tell him you're going to fuck him like a pig. I also have started using the phrase father fucking because it's so much better than motherfucking. It just, it works so much better. Alliteration's always better. Not quite my tempo is, like, that's one of those movie quotes. It's just, it's great. And then you get him later on when they're competing. Like, that scene is just, I... I love it because that's the one that really is the nuance to me. When he's talking, when he's like just flipping them out, you know, willy nilly and calling him Flannery and complaining that and saying that his mommy left and, you know, offering out hand jobs and the seat height being what it is. And I don't think I can use the word, the word I'm going to say here, but I won't say just, you know, anyway. When he calls somebody a, a something fuck, um, Jaime, is that a racial slur? I don't think it is. Because I'm a Jaime fuck. Well, I just said it. And if it is, I'm sorry. I don't know what Jaime is. Um, I don't know. Well, I said it. I don't remember that. No. Oh, you're talking about like when it's like the three when of them just Tanner going in rotation. When it's Tanner and, yeah. Connolly and, and Andrew. And, and, and they're yeah. just going like for nine hours or whatever. Ridiculous uh, it was like It started five. at nine p.m. And they didn't have her, the rest of the practice till 2 a.m. Yeah. So it was uh, 10, 11, 12, 1, five hours. And then they get out like at six. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, eh? but again, I mean, it shows. Fact. But that's that's the scene I'm talking about, like the nuance of the difference between the beats. Like you really can't tell the difference in what any of them are doing. 
And I don't even know if there really is one. It's just okay. pushing them until... Uh-huh. You can't either. You got dumb ears. I don't have dumb ears. If any, if I have dumb ears, it's because I've had to listen to you for the last 13 years. You motherfucker. Suck. Huh? Um, What'd you say? My comeback suck? Comeback suck. suck. Mm. But, uh... Just every moment with him can suck a is impeccable. And with that, so... At least I got to eat dinner. The That's so mean. I'm going to go get food right now. I'm going to eat on the podcast. And Good. Everyone's going to feel so bad for no, me. No, they won't. Because of you. No, they, oh, they already do, evil. Man. Come um, on. <laughs> but that, the, the, the not quite my tempo, that is like one of my favorite scenes of all time. Because it's just, it's the false hope as well as like... We got the new Buddy Rich here, and he's just rocking and rolling, doing whatever, and then just a little problem there, and it just, almost kind of like a slow drum roll you hear at the beginning, anyway, it just, dun, 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 dun. and then all the next thing you know, there's a chair being whipped and at his rushing, head. And rushing, dragging, rushing, dragging, and rushing, dragging, slapping so him, great. and it's, it's so good. And then the out-of-tune scene as well, like, you're not sure where everything is going. You can kind of tell, because everyone's kind of treating him like shit, it's like... Just turn I, my pages or if I had been in that or, class, I would have shit my pants like on the day. I would have had to get to pants because I would have shit myself on the daily. The other person, this guy yells at me. The other person that is in the short that's <laughs> in the movie is the guy that plays Mets because there's just not a better dopey looking fuck. <laughs> Poor guy. For that like segment that just of course that guy's gonna look at him. There's no fucking Mars bar underneath there. Like that's just great. Also, that should be in your trivia. It's a reference to him being the yellow M&M. I think that M&M is owned by Mars. That's better than your bullshit Neiman Nyman trivia. Uh, Santa? Ooh, hold on. Nope. Oh, I'm the yellow M&M. Uh, Santa? But that, I nailed that, right? Not my tempo. Well, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it as the yellow M&M doing it. Uh, not quite my fucking tempo. Oh, I can do the other. I can do the Juno. I'm gonna punch that bleaker kid in the wiener next time I see him. I, 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 I can do a little, huh? Jay Jonah. Parker, that's that's different. <laughs> wow. What range? Not my temper, Parker. What range? Well, fuck your father, Parker. Jimmy Simmons is one of those underrated actors oh. in our time. Your father's dead. Still fucking Parker. Um, no, J.K. Simmons is always fantastic. He's but one this... of the most underrated actors in our time, I think. My second favorite scene in the movie, so my favorite scene is not quite my tempo. You would think that either the ending or the out-of-tune so scene good. would be my favorite. No, my second favorite scene is the scene with them in the bar. After I like everything. that scene. That's because like that scene. It's, it's the two of them at their most... Vulnerable. Vulnerable almost. and real. Mm-hmm. There are no two words in the English language more harmful than good job. That fucking line is everything. I mean, and it's true. It's so true. You have to find that that push and that motivation and that drive from something and be like, good job. Oh, good, yeah, hey. Then you rest on your laurels. And we're never okay if we just rest on our laurels. Look at how much potential. Look at how many things we could have accomplished if we never rested on our laurels. It's... You know what I mean? Like... He's just so honest and real, and you get it in that moment, and it still doesn't justify no. anything. Cause yes, then, but no. Because then 10 minutes like, later, no. he just set this kid up, he just set this kid up to be ruined for the rest of his life. And then when you get to the ending, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go for it. Like, you see 
what you don't see, which is an amazing decision as well, is they can't help because of each of their individual love for jazz. And this, and this and, and art. I, I, we'll get to Damien Chazelle and jazz in a minute. Um, because I've never seen somebody come over something so much in their entire life. But, like, him huh. just... What does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> um, him just going... In that moment, you can really tell him being on another level. Like, anything else he's done in the movie? No, he's a hundred times the drummer that he's been in any other moment in that. Yes. And they do a great job of capturing it. And then, he like, he can't help Fletcher just, like guiding him along and helping him because he's seeing everything he's wanted to bring out. So when he finally hits that one beat and he's exhausted and he just looks at him and the camera doesn't show him smiling because you can't have the villain, you can't give you can't Fletcher that, that moment, but you can give, you can know that Neiman gets it because you see his face change and that's the only thing he cares about. That moment is just and, and it's is from the just beginning. perfect, and and it loops back around to the beginning where he's like, "Look, man, he didn't even notice me today. Like he doesn't even know my name. Like in the beginning when he's talking mm-hmm. to his dad, he's like, oh, he doesn't even know my name.' Mm-hmm. And then he got into the class, and the dad's like, "Why does this guy's opinion mean so much to you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it's like that one person who you've always looked up to, and that mentor, yeah. and that that person who you've always in the back of your mind wanted to." impress and surpass mm-hmm. in talent or skill or whatever it is um we've all had that yeah or we've all should have had that right and that that that's that drive to always make us better like you've always had like that teacher or that person who've who you've always wanted to to make them proud mm-hmm. and to do good and this is how he yeah. did that and they still after everything they've been through basically trying to kill each other at one point like, you can't help but feel the respect in it that's earned at that ending moment of it. Another moment also was, like, he had that the whole time. He had his, He's had his dad. And his dad, as soon as his dad noticed what was going on, his dad makes a beeline to the backstage. You see him running to just be there for his son, like, that it's okay. Like, that's an underrated moment to me of, of, of that is the recognition behind it and him, him being there and then him going out and saying, oh, fuck, I'm, what's, the, what, what's the worst that can happen to me? After now? that, you know what I mean? yeah. Um, uh, another scene that I'm not necessarily a big fan of that I forgot about is the scene where they're at, like, I guess his uncle's house for dinner. Um, and you have, like, the Division Three football player cousins or whatever. Again, it's a necessary scene to show how he's being doubted and how nobody sees the value in it. Yeah. But you also kind of see... He's also a dick. Yeah, he is a dick, but you also see the, the uphill battle he's facing even from... Like his own family. His own family regarding it. But you also see Fletcher's influence on him is how, you know, in any other moment in the first 40 minutes of that movie, he would never react the way he does to that. Yeah. Just like he would never react when um, the bus breaks down and he's late. Like, he's fucking yelling, being like, trying to be like a fucking badass, telling Johnny Utah to turn my pages, bitch. Like, he doesn't do that without Fletcher. Right. Like, he, he's this unassuming fucking kid. That can't even ask young a, a, kid, yeah. can't even ask a girl out at the movie theater, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So that growth, that and then his meltdown's insane. Like he's spitting venom almost. Yeah. Like having to be pulled off by five people after being in a car accident. Yeah, it which makes should me have never cringe. happened because he was too young to rent a car. So. <laughs> uh, in yes. the state of Florida. I'm pretty sure it's every Alexa. How old do you have to be to rent a car? In New York. In. This might answer your question. 
According to records.com, according to USA Today, persons under the age of 18 are prohibited by law from renting cars because they are not permitted to enter into contracts. Right, because they're... the age of 18, each agency sets its own age restrictions. New York and Michigan require rental agencies to rent to customers who are 18 years or older. Alexa, you're no help. Shut up. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, here it's 25. Thanks for the feedback. But also... <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> We're sorry. Um, so um, in this, in Florida, it's 25. Uh-huh. But in New York, you could be 18 to rent a car. What a, what a jungle. Um, I, mean, I mean, but don't try to pull a Samantha and be all about the inaccurate contract slash banking in a movie and not know the actual history and okay, fine, law behind fine. it. He's not making it back there on that accident. <laughs> the car is upside down. <laughs> it's the he's way not getting his deposit he's back. He's going to run. Do you think he had insurance? A mile? No, because he's the same and he signed it real, real quick because he was trying to not be late. And... Do you think he signed up for the insurance? No. But you know what? The thing is, though, man, I hope he had money in his bank account because they would have held... Like $100 on his debit card. Oh, darn. I'm sure that's his concern. He's got like a bone sticking out of his arm. Overdraft fees. Um, Uh, Yeah, no, that accident was terrible. But it comes out of nowhere. Always makes me cringe. Yeah. Um, Also, it's it's also, it's multi-layered as well for a couple different reasons. Because mm -hmm. it's, number one, Miles Teller was in a... Horrific car accident. He almost died. You can see on his face still with like the scars and stuff that he wears on just on a day to day basis. Um, but then also, it just shows. I had something written down and I accidentally. In, well, it. in the movie, um, when he loses his student, mm-hmm. the one that, yes, student, that's, what, that's what it was. J.K. Yeah. Simmons like it told everyone it was a car accident. accident. It was a terrible car Which accident. Which is another amazing he lies, scene, and it's so emotional. And then they come to find out. The guy killed himself yeah, he, because, possibly because of this undue he's such influence. such a psycho but, that he has yeah, to, so he has to justify within himself the reason why this happened with some lie to everybody. So when that happens, that's exactly what my point was. Yeah, was so I mean, I thought that was, was, was well mm-hmm. done. Um, but I just think like that ending is just, oh my God, like him just rushing for the sticks and then rushing in the car and the blood everywhere and then he comes and he just kills himself almost in this competition and then cut scene and he comes back in the dedication and his how discouraged he was mm-hmm. um the payback the panic the growth like you see yeah. all these things just like mm-hmm. flash and it's really so well done yeah i don't i don't like i don't mind any of the dating scenes like the breakup scene it's rough but it's realistic like that's exactly how i'd imagine that conversation of a a short-term relationship would be and then the call asking her to come to the show because he has nobody else to like support him or be there for is also just like it's fucking damning especially with how cute like the ask out scene is where like kind of a little bit chemistry and their their first meal is kind of shitty, but he rebounds nicely, and they kind of you know connect a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, aren't terrible first dates always like a tell a jumping for a off point? Good to, relationship, yeah, sure. Long lasting longevity, mm-hmm. at least for a couple hundred episodes, almost three hundred. Um, the visual of that we had hand. a terrible first date, uh, by the way. If y'all didn't didn't pick that up, the visual of the the I had bloody to pay for myself. hand. Because it wasn't a date. The bloody hand going into the ice 
is always just like it's a strong visual. Yeah, just that's great. The use of like the blood specks and like on the drums or just it dripping or whatever. The close ups, the far yeah. like I mean, all of it was really well done. Um, I also wanted to shout out how vicious uh, he is during the audition, like the quote unquote audition when he just walks in. He, he just takes over this this teacher's uh, what's that called? Uh, lectern? Is that what it's called? Um, cute. Like, <laughs> what they're working on. And then, like, nobody knows him. Like, he's in a room full of strangers. No, but they all know him. Well, they all know him, but, like, these are all first years, like, wet behind the ears and just, let's see if you're in the seat because you're cute. And you are. Like, <laughs> it's just vicious. Yeah. It's just so fucked up. And so two things I've always been curious about. One, I'm almost positive I know the answer. The first one is, so he, so he basically gives Neiman what he knows he's going to look for in the class. So what did he hear on that first go-around that made him, like, spawn? Just, because, like, the potential in him. But, but, like, he sticks around for, like, five seconds, ten seconds? No. He, in that very, very, very first scene. When he's like, well, you know, that's give me all some we double saw. time swing. That well, no, that's always in the very first shot. Yeah. All we saw was him there. He came in and he's like, "Oh, keep what's mm-hmm. your name?" Yeah. Okay, keep going. And then he walked out and came back for his jacket. We don't know how long he had been there before. But I, I think it's real time. Okay, so if it's real time, still sometimes when you hear something, you know. Especially because he only that's gets how. he gives him like four seconds, not even when he's actually doing the auditions. So is sometimes something... you just know. Sometimes you just. Feel it. You get that energy from somebody, and you can tell if they have talent or not. If they have that mm-hmm. dedication, that bright-eyed, bushy-tailed mentality yeah. kind of thing as well. Um, so I think that there was just a lot of different components sure. there. My other thing: who takes the folder in the first competition? Where does the folder go? There is an actual answer to this in the script that apparently was edited out of the movie. Thankfully. Because I have a, uh, me and most people have a definitive theory as to what it is. Oh, it, I think it was definitely uh, Fletcher. Right. Definitely it Fletcher. Saw it, took it to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think he took it on purpose because I think he wanted Neiman to play it. Because you see in the first, the first performance well, I have, he kind of gives Tanner a look or two that's like not really happy with what he yeah, has going on. Yeah, and he knows Tanner can't, has to read the music. Right. So I think I think he one hundred percent takes. Now in the script, apparently later on it was a janitor that's like, oh, one of you guys left this or something, and it's like, no, fuck that. Like, I like that. how they leave it ambiguous. Yeah, but it's it's one hundred. I really like that. Flanner but... definitely takes. A uh, uh, Fletcher definitely takes. Yeah. It. Um, my LVP for the movie is Tanner. By the way, I don't know if you have any uh, other. Connolly close for me. <laughs> Connolly. Stupid both... shit eating grin. I want to punch him in his yes. fucking Happy face. Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way, everybody. Um. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that pube. So, he kind of looks, looks like KJ Appa on roids. Um, no, KJ. Have you seen KJ Appa? That is definitely not KJ Appa on roids. Let me show you a picture of KJ Appa. Oh, no, we got to show uh, you KJ Appa. The fact that you know who KJ Appa is speaks enough. That's all right. Anyway, mm. he's my LVP for two reasons. His his voice and his little, when the freak out with the folder is just the wrong tone for me. Also, every time I see his face, it just looks like he's making the wrong facial expression. 
He just looks <laughs> so out of that place. Big grin. No, not even that. He's always like so inquisitive, and like I just don't like his face, and it drives mm-hmm. me crazy. So that mixed up with the fact that there's really not many other. That's choices. KJ Affa. Whatever. Wait, what's this hey, other you know guy's what, name? You know, you know what? That's not uh, Archie. That's not the character of Archie. Archie's looks. This, this is chunky a chunky faced little fucking freckled fucking. Mr. Weatherby loving this is This is a new iteration. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty iteration. This is a new iteration mm-hmm. of Riverdale. Cool beanie and not burger addiction jughead. He does have a burger addiction. He's constantly eating. Maybe if you paid attention when I oh, watch Oh, I do Riverdale. pay attention. Every time I look up, either uh, Veronica and, and Archie are fucking. Yeah, that's a big Which is fine because the girl who plays part. Veronica is probably on my list. And <laughs> Camilla Mendes. I don't know her fucking name. Uh... And or something weird like someone's getting a rock smashed over their head while wearing a bunny mask, or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is hot garbage. Um, I look uh, forward to it crossing over. Basically, it. you could have convinced me just once upon a time, and I'd still believe you. No, nope. it's asinine. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, he would be my. What, what's what's his name? Nate. Are oh, you talking about Connolly? Connolly. Connolly. Connolly's Austin Stowell. Um, he was in Bridge of Spies. He was in Dolphin Tale and Dolphin Tale 2. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like he did much. Yeah. But um, he's, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, he's fine. He definitely is more so like a little, like, like yeah, dumb, but dumber the, guy. Yeah. But he doesn't, uh, to me, he doesn't do enough to he's pass. He's KJ Appa not on roids. Look at this fucking guy. No, but, like, he's kind of playing like a Look tall, at this like, fucking guy. Can't even find a picture of him shirtless. So... So movies. so maybe look that guy. Okay, look that guy. In that picture, he looks like he looks like Bradley Hooper. <laughs> well, that guy versus this guy. Look. At- oh no 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 no! No, show me this fucking drop dead Fred picture right here <laughs> of this idiot. Good for him. No, go back. Go back to the other one. I want to see that picture right there. Look at this fucking guy. He's a kiwi. Screw him. Do okay. You any, do you have any? Huh? Qualms on on making Tanner the LVP over over Connolly. I mean, both of them sucked ass, so I don't really care. All right, well, I'm making it Tanner. What's his name? Nate Lang. Nate Lang. No E on the end of Lang, even though I just wrote it down as an E. Son of a bitch. You're the worst, bro. Um. But again, just want to reiterate, J.K. Simmons is the MVP of this movie. I could quote him, I can still fucking see you, Mini-Me. Oh, my God. Like, all of it is just impeccable, pitch perfect, just amazing. Um, There was one other, one other thing I saw in my notes. I didn't mention earlier. Oh, uh, so of course, Damien Chazelle went from this to La La Land. Again, just hammering jazz home. I actually really want to see First Man just for the point of seeing, like, man, is he just going to fucking squirt all over jazz music in that as well? Like, is Neil Armstrong just rocking out to Louis Armstrong on the moon? Um, but you you can't argue that he has a definitive way of directing a movie. Um, and I he's younger than us, I think. Uh, Alexa... How old's Damien Chazelle? So I can throw up. Damien Chazelle is 35 years old. Oh, thank oh, good. God. He was good. born on January 19th, 1985. Still younger than Augie. Augie. <laughs> and Steve. 
Um, but yeah, th- this movie is excellence personified to me. Uh, because it, it shows, the to me, the pitfalls of dedication and passion for something. And so she's really on your testing list? You. Yeah, she's on my list. Why do you say it like that? What about Madeline Pesh? She plays Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like Isla Fisher's daughter. She doesn't look legal. Uh, no, she's definitely legal. I know she's, yeah, she has to be. No, not really. She's 25. Yeah. Oh, cool. She's a high school senior still? How, how long is this senior year? It just started. What? They're both 25. People don't play teenagers anymore. I know, because teenagers already don't look like they're teenagers. I know, that's true. No, this movie's great. It's it's a fantastic movie. It's got a lot going on. We enjoy it. It's. Do you have any? Um, I didn't ask you because I did it with Rich, but um, like you didn't make a list. But if you had a best I could of the make decade a list. list, I could make a list. What would? Well, you can't ask me that now. I mean, I, I, I mean, you gotta give me some time to make. I really a don't list. care. I'm just trying to stretch the episode out another couple. School is the only reason I'm really even asking. So what what are, what are we talking about now? Just your 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 top five movies of the of the past decade. I don't remember what I ate for breakfast. Cool. What makes you think That's I'm going to remember the years That's that movie I came out? I, I need to be able to me. do research. You have to give me a chance to do some research or give me a list, and then I can. I'm not going to do the work for you. No, you're on a movie podcast. List. Just know, and you've been on a movie podcast half the decade. Yeah, but we don't do movies as they come out. We do movies that have come out previous. Oh, but we always talk about the movies we just watched. And those movies are new movies. They just came out. Half the time I have to ask you if we've done this ep- this movie on the podcast before. Because I don't remember. I have too much other shit I have to remember for you and me and Jillian and work and everything else. I don't have time for trivial Sounds like excuses. Sounds like you don't want to be great at what you do, which is a person. I am great at what I do. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to rip into you, just like Fletcher right now, but I won't because there's no way I can do it well and quiet enough. So I won't. Mm -hmm. I'll instead ask you what your score is for this movie. Mm -hmm. What? What? I didn't. I don't listen to. The podcast you do. Mm-hmm. What were your favorite uh, movies of the decade? Uh, my top three. Yeah, your top three were Get Out, mm-hmm. Moonlight, and Whiplash. Mm. I believe were my top three. Okay. Uh, also making up my top ten. I know Toy Story three was there. Mm. I know um, I combined Endgame and Infinity War together as okay, one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I believe, ended up being there. Uh, thank you for listening to the show, by the way, so this was easier. Um. What? I was being sarcastic. You didn't listen to the podcast, so I have to, like, re- regale you. Oh, it's fine. Now. Well, no, but, see, it's hard. I had it written down. I got lot, rid of it. There's a lot. Because, mm-hmm. like, Bridesmaids would probably be on my list. I believe Bridesmaids was my number 10. Ah. Uh, so the Bridesmaids Bride number ten. Uh, Rich had um, into the Spider Verse. Rich had. Like uh, Rich like had a Florida Project, which was close on my list. I didn't see it, um, so I can tell you. I like Drive a lot. Drive was not on my list. Drive's great, but Spring Break. 
What that bullshit. one on your list? No, what's not? Oh, man. Uh, I think your list could have used some... Social uh, Network tuning. was on my list. Social, Social Network, I think, was either decade? 4 or 5, 2010, yeah. Okay. Um, Gone Girl was not Wolf on my list, but would have been close. Wolf of Wall Street was on my list. Oh, that was a good one. Yes. Gone Girl, I still don't know if I like that movie yes. or not. Parasite would technically retroactively now be on my list, definitively. Okay, yeah, yeah, because now you saw that. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I agree with some of those. I can't narrow. you got to give me some time. You can't just put me on the spot like that. Because now i got to look out. I don't care anymore. All the rest. I don't care. <laughs> Why do you have to be so mean? That's my thing. But I thought that you wanted to be known for something greater. Oh, no. If I'm known for being mean to you, I've done my job. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. Um, score time for Whiplash. Do I have to score it first? Is that No, I'll score it first. I know. Everyone knows you're going to give it a 10 and you're going to suck its dick. I mean, it's not a surprise to anybody. I'm not giving it a 10. Just to spite I have never, I have never in this podcast history held back a 10 that I didn't think deserved it. Yes, you did. Just to spite you. Yes, you did. Little Mermaid. And you know you did. I'm going to throw this at you. You know you did. You know you did. You know you Why do you have so many remotes that I'm able to throw at you? One for the fan. I don't think Little Mermaid's a 10. For every reason I displayed when we did the podcast. I think it's a flawed animated movie because it was the start of something. I would put Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Aladdin, all those movies that came after it higher than it and i did that and and so far when we did aladdin i proved that but then i believe i gave little mermaid a nine now it's just said lion king and beauty and the beast are gonna get tens but it's not a ten to me so that's why so if this isn't telling you that's fine but i don't want you doing it just to spite me. Oh, I think that you don't know anything about me then. You've not learned a single damn thing in the last 13 years. If you really think that I wouldn't be petty as fuck but just I, to spite but you. you're being petty for the record that it's we're okay. keeping here and the people that... They that, don't care. They, they don't trust your thoughts and opinions. They don't do that anyway, so what difference? Sham. They you don't do are, that anyway. At least I pay... Fraud. At least I pay attention to the... to the details in movies and I know... How to correctly pronounce the names of characters. What is your fucking score? Oh, it, it is a 10. I was just <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> so much. You're I mean, and the, mu- the music is so good. I mean, just like, yeah, like the directing is great. Like, I just really love the way it looks and feels. And what it does, I could, and I don't typically like movies like this. And it's a little gory with, like, all the blood and, like, the fingers and stuff, but I love it. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's about drumming, and I love music, and I love drummers. Like drums, man. I like drums. Fine, I like who's drummers. your top five drummers? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, Birdman won a Best Picture, showing the Oscars are horseshit and should be given out five years after the fact because nobody talks about Birdman anymore, and everyone still talks about Whiplash. Uh, Birdman, American Sniper, Boyhood... Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Game, Selma, Theory of Everything. Were the other nominees along with Whiplash? Mm. Damien Chazelle was not nominated for Best Director. Um, J.K. Simmons, Best Supporting Actor, beat Robert Duvall, The Judge, Ethan Hawke, Boyhood, 
Edward Norton, Birdman, and Mark Ruffalo, Foxcatcher. Yeah, that was a definitive win. Uh, even in a strong year, he would have won, but that's just a fucking massacre. Um, yeah. So, cool. So, our first 10 of 2020. Our first 10 of the decade. I'll have to find a whiplash pin. I'll look that up as soon as we're done here to add to our shadow box. Get on box. it, Carly. That, um, I'll find one. I'm sure there's, like, a not-quite-my-tempo pin or, or just... If I can just get a big-ass pin of J.K. Simmons' face or head, I'm going to do that. Or, worst-case scenario, we have a yellow M&M pin from M&M World over there. I can just do that no, as well. No, why do we have that pin from M&M World? Um, because my mother shops at M&M World. Uh, cool. Whiplash. Ten. As it deserves. One of the, uh, I think, best movies ever made. And only... It was only going to go up with... in the. The annals of time. You're um, an anal. You have the weakest sauce comebacks what? ever. I do not. Why do you have to go get a mobile charger? Do you not have your charger behind the couch? No, I don't. Because mine doesn't work back there because who knows what fucking splitter your mother put back there to charge both of our things at the same time. It doesn't work. No movie to draw, no movie to nominate, because this was my movie that I earned beating you at being smart. Barely. Barely, I beat you 10 to 1! I threw all of those competitions. Because you have a small ego, and I have to pet it sometimes. So I don't pet any other part of you. For a mullet. Oh, you have to do the plugs. Next week, Billy uh, Madison. Mm. Week after that, The Wackness. Week after that, I Murder Her. Week after that, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, I'm going to I'm not going to sit through Amazing Spider-Man 2 by myself. Oh, please do. No. Let me put it on the record that when he murders me, please play oh, I'm Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm going to do an episode. Too. I'm going to do an episode. Trust me. I'm going to make sure people know. I'm going to get credit for it. I want the credit for ending your life. Good. Fuck. <laughs> um... Back to nominating. You better not fucking edit any part of this fucking show. Back to nominating. Back and, and forth. Uh, drawing hopefully. things over the next couple weeks. And doing our specials. We will get back on track eventually. Yeah, we only have, we only have 2020 can suck my dick. I mean, have, it's been terrible. We only have three movies in the queue now. Our wrap it up, our normal nomination, our normal random movie. So all the extra random stuff is gone for a little while until I win the reading bet and we watch Leprechaun in, uh, around Halloween. Thank you for listening. ArcadeAudio.net for the podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio for bonus content. Uh, like the, the trivia episodes we talked about earlier and like Stack that will be coming up here very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies at MarriedWithMovies on Twitter. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. As long as we're inside a house, we will be having episodes every single week, so you don't worry about us uh, stopping anything. We're not shutting unless, down. Unless one of us gets the coronavirus, then at Well, that no, point, then I'm just going to sit here and watch it. Yeah, well, we won't be, maybe we'll have a break from recording, because we won't be feeling up to it, so we'll, we'll tackle that when we get to it, which we won't get to, because that would be bad. Any final thoughts? Can you delete your emails at another time? Uh, no, I was doing it while I was waiting for you to uh-huh. go through the plugs. Um, also, you weren't deleting those no, emails good. at my fucking tempo. Mm. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Oh, I was rushing. I just want to slap you right now. Go for it. It's part of the. It's part of the. the Is it? Movie. It wouldn't. Oh. It wouldn't just be bad. Just general. Mm. General thoughts. Oh, okay. Cool. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies.
Something about this movie just brings out the anger in me. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder what it is. Geo. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.